Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Paul Farver here, your host. This week features the return of comedian Jonah Jurgens. You might remember him from episode 101, five fucking years ago. Great episode. Great guy. One of my favorites. Uh, check out my upcoming shows. Uh, if you're around, uh, I will be in Chicago this week. Catch me at the Laugh Factory all week and um, at the Lincoln Lodge and Zanies, I guess. So look at my website, Paul F. Comedy, for upcoming dates. If you're in Florida or know people in Florida, I will be headlining Off the Hook Comedy Club on June 14th and then headlining the Black Box 2.0, the small room at the Boca Raton, uh, June 16th and June 18th. Then I'll be at Acme Comedy Club in Minneapolis with Kevin Bozeman, May or June 22nd to June 24th, and then at the House of Comedy on that Sunday, June 25th. Got some cool shows in Chicago, Florida, Boston, and Charlotte in July. Paul F. Comedy for all upcoming dates. Also, follow me on Instagram if you don't already. Instagram has fucked up my whole, I don't know what's going on there, but if you're not liking, following, comments, all that stuff on Instagram, it really helps me. You should just do that for all the comedians you like. It helps them uh, get followers and get work, get butts in the seats. That's all it's about. Anyway, thanks for listening. Check out our sponsors. Singles only listeners, Paul Farver here. want to tell you about our friends over at Love Shop Toys. They are a sex shop toy. They are passionate about destigmatizing and normalizing sex and sex toys and the conversations around it. They've been around for 20 years and they believe that life is too short for bad sex. We agree here at Singles Only Podcast. We've teamed up with them. So if you go to their website, loveshoptoys.com backslash singles only, you get 20% off all regular priced items and all orders over $69 are free. Nice. That's right. Free shipping on all orders over $69. Nice. And you get 20% off. If you use our backslash singles only at loveshoptoys.com backslash singles only, that is, you get discreet shipping. You'll get it within two to four days across most of North America. Check them out, loveshoptoys.com, and use the backslash singles only to get 20% off. You're welcome. So we've been doing this podcast, what, six, seven years now? And the one thing you know about me is that I was a lawyer. It's one of the cardinal things associated with me behind being a comedian, former musician, or failed musician, or uh, Persian, or old. But when I need a lawyer, I call my friend Scott Shapiro, and you should do the same too. 312-648-8800. Scott Shapiro has been representing people for 25 years with workers' comp cases, personal injury, and entertainment law. Scott is a full-service law firm, and in addition to all the injuries that I talked about, work injuries, personal injury, and entertainment law, he handles other matters too. So you can hit him up, 312-648-8800, or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com, or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you. You will not be disappointed. Hey, it's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. Paul Farver, your host here. No voice of reason. Don't need it this week because we have a special guest and a special return all the way from episode 101, five fucking years ago. That's insane. Jonah Jurgens. Paul Farver, thank you for having me. I thank you for doing it. Uh, 
and in a bind too. You you totally came through for me, and I knew you would because you're such a good friend, mm-hmm. um, Jonah. I thought you did this recently because I, I remember your episode. Do you really? I do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when I, I listened to a little bit, it just to be like Patty Vasquez. Was on Patty it too. Vasquez's yeah. voice reason she still is sometimes. Um, you had just broken up with. I, I thought was your previous to this girlfriend, but it was the one before that one. Mm-hmm. So you've had two relationships since. It's this. been five years. Yeah. Five years ago. I know. I, I went through. I went through a whole three-year relationship, <laughs> and I'm two years into this relationship. I know. Yeah. What the fuck? I know. Like you're you're a bad friend. No, I'm a good friend. That means the podcast helped you develop Girl? relationships. Well, right. you were kind of a serial dater back then too. Well, I sure. That was a long-term relationship you were three in. 3 years, yeah. Yeah, that's your yeah. that's your that's your go-to. Yeah, I've I've been in 6 3-year relationships now. Well, this one's only 2. This is only 2. This is my 7th. Oh, this is lucky number 7. Lucky number 7. I didn't think about it that way. Yes, it is. You're more of an adult now though. Uh, well, I'm 40 now, which is disgusting. Yeah. But yeah. What's that like? I don't know, Paul. You tell me. You've been you've been in it for 14 years. <laughs> I love that. Uh, what yeah. do you hate the most about being 40? Uh, 40 wasn't bad. 41 was brutal. I'll tell you that. I can. Yeah, I see that because 31 was worse than 30. 40, it kind of sucked for like two weeks. I remember I was depressed. I remember I had a huge part. Like I had a surprise party. A uh, friend threw for me, and I was like, I thought you were going to say I, I threw for myself. <laughs> for myself. <laughs> and I was like, kind of bummed out because then, then I looked around the room. Everyone was like five years or more younger than me. Yeah. And then I felt awkward because I could see the, the girls over at the table, like, ooh, 40. Like it was uh, like so gross. You look fantastic. Yeah. Still. Thank you. I exfoliate. Um, it's, it's really important, right? It is. Do you have a late mask? I bought a no, late mask. but you, the skin company, I told you, I ran out of that PCA? company. My friend. Yeah. PC, I told you about them. And oh. my friend who oh, works I'm a, for I'm them. A, I'm a loyal. Uh, I'm a loyal. Uh, oh, yeah, I think I, I took you. I hooked you up with that, right? You did I not. told you the I told you the name of the company. I remember we you were did. sitting at the bar. Yeah. And so I was using them. But my friend who used to give me all the shit, uh, it's just we're never in the same city. She's like, I got your stuff. So I've been using shitty stuff. Yeah. doesn't work as good. No, it doesn't. Cons- you can feel the difference with PCA. Yeah. They should be a sponsor. Sponsored yeah. by PCA. Super important. Any good quality. But it makes you look good. Yeah. Yeah. I bought a light mask. No, I don't have that. Oh, no. I bought a light mask. No, I, I know. I, have a, yeah, I, have, I haven't I, got that far yet. Oh, dude. It's amazing. What are you talking about? It's light mask? Light mask. Yeah. It's really good for you. Every day. I feel like an idiot with the thing on, but like. It's got light on it? Yeah, it's like it's like a uh, uh, ray. Sure, Blu-ray. Yeah, Blu-ray. <laughs> Blu-ray. It's blue, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just Bad Boys Two. Just keeps playing it over, and over, and over, over again on, on Blu-ray. <laughs> 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 I, I the worst part for me is I have to, I have to be reminded that I'm forty <laughs> when people ask me how old I am. Yeah, it sucks for. I I don't feel. F- no, I don't, don't ever, look at every idiot says this, but like I don't feel my voice doesn't sound forty. I don't feel forty. It's funny you do look good, I, and this piece is. Huh? You as well. You look no, fantastic. Well, but I should because I take care of my body. You on the other hand do not. <laughs> I take care of my body, but then I damage it at night. It yeah. So much damage. To me? Or is, this a, yeah. is this an intervention? <laughs> I bring out like five people. Yeah, like, right? Actually, Joe. My brother? <laughs> I didn't even know I had a brother. <laughs> He's your new brother. Um, no, I mean, you do. You're, you're, uh, you drink a lot. That's I drink fine. a lot. But, but because I do so much damage to my body, I make sure that I, I, I'm so it. clean during the days and i you don't need anything all day just water that's water no i eat really healthy i exercise a lot and i use a lot of moisturizer i got snail mucin now snail mucin's great what is it snail mucin i think it's snail cum i'm not positive <laughs> but i love it it makes my face you writing that down he's writing that down ladies and yes. gentlemen yeah. yeah i need to i need to remember what we talked about so when you were here last time 
you were you wanted to be in a relationship. You were talking about bad decisions you made in the past. Uh-huh. Then you were in a long term relationship uh, with a, 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 a fantastic woman. Incredible. I remember she's yeah. great. Do you still talk to her? Friendly? No. Oh, okay. No, you don't. That story's fine. I'll tell you that story later. But yes. So you um, you don't stay friends with your exes? Uh, no, I'm I'm friends with a few of my exes. Like okay. I, I would like not the last two though the two long no ones. no no because no, no. i know the one before you don't you're not and then no not at all that that was like that was a pretty that was the only bad breakup i think i've ever the really nurse had. one yeah yeah i remember yeah, that one that f- we talked about that on the podcast yeah that fucked me up pretty hard and yeah. like that's i'm always good at breakups like i'm always like well you know i tried it is what it is i worked it as hard as i could that was the one where i'm like i think it could still work you know like a little bitch <laughs> and and uh yeah it was just a bad you know Sure. You're like, I'll never become that guy. And then you're in the middle of it. And you're like, I, this is normal. Yeah. <laughs> this is okay. Okay. So, after so like that was like, we'll never be friends again. That's just, sure. Yeah. The second one, you were friendly for a little bit. The one before this one. Right. I, cause I remember I'd see her out with you guys and yeah, kind of friendly. Then you fucked that up. I assume. Uh, well, <laughs> so when we broke up, it was one of those moments where it was like she's inc- she's one of the most incredible people I've ever met, and she's so fun. Everybody really liked her. She's got along with everybody. Like, but it's just like one of those moments. And I don't think I'm speaking out of turn by saying this, but like, like I'm ninety nine percent there. I just not a hundred percent. I don't know what the problem is, and I think it was probably the ex relationship that was going on. That was kind of like you also had a lot of trauma in your life at that time. I had a lot too. Of trauma. Yeah, I lost my parents like within a year. They around died. that time, yeah, I had to put down both sure of my. Yeah, no, I I didn't they lose them like them. in a yeah. Right, I, I didn't lose them in like a park. <laughs> That's what I was asking. Make right. sure people knew. Yeah, and like, I know. Yeah, and it was uh, it was hard, and I I it just like I think it put that block, you know. Sure. Have you ever have you ever dated anybody like that where you're like you're so perfect? I don't understand why I can't like yeah like, get all the there time with you. I've gone to therapy before. I'm like, what's wrong with me? Well, I think it's this thing like, um. All my relationships. Self worth. You you don't think you're worthy of it. Well, no. All my relationships. Sure, maybe. I don't know. Well, what is well, it? If I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> You've only been doing this podcast for 500 episodes. Seven years, baby. Yeah. No, it's like one of those moments where it's like I think most of my relationships that I actually like, I I, I don't feel like I need to be in a relationship. I just find I, I I find these I I feel like I find these people that are like amazing, right? And then I like kind of would fall pretty quickly for mm-hmm. them, and I was like. And that was like with the nurse was like that. And I was like, and when we broke up, I'm like, that's really unhealthy. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm just unhealthy. You get hot and heavy. All it's, you do that pretty quickly. But I don't, because like the thing is like in between them, I would meet a bunch of people and then I just like wouldn't be in it, into it. How long? But there wasn't a lot of time in between. No. And that's the thing. I was like, maybe this is unhealthy that that's my problem. Right. That maybe that you maybe rush into another relationship. Yeah. Maybe like subconsciously that's what I'm doing and I don't realize I'm doing you, it. You are, there's no subconscious. You are doing it. I mean, how long right. in between but I'm not your looking, last two? But I'm not looking. That's things like I'm never looking for it. You know, I'm never like I'm never like breaking up with somebody. I'm like I need to be with somebody. I have to. I can't. I can't be. It alone. Just happens. It just happens, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay. And then I met this. But 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 you have some control over that, right? Because you can meet someone and not be like, okay, let's you know see each other every day. It's right. partially your actions that dictate how quickly right. the relationship grows. And it's never like I need to see this person every single day. It's just like I just love being around this person yeah. so you much. You get attached to someone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you don't then think it has anything to do with your parents dying? 
Don't you go to therapy? See why that would be a thing. Do you thing? go to therapy? No, I think I can. I have a pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds so naive, but I have a really. <laughs> I'm pretty self-aware. Yeah, I you f- are self-aware, but it's also a matter of like seeing, uh, having someone see you from like I. You see a lot of the things you do, uh, but once you start talking about it outside or your friends are involved, you're like, yeah. Yeah. You see things that, they, or they see things you don't see, and a, and a professional sees things on a whole nother level that you don't know. Well, that's that's what I try to do. And I don't, I don't know if I mentioned this five years ago, but uh, uh, I try to do that every relationship that ends. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, um, no, you're fine. Uh, like, what's the through line? Like, what's the thing that I'm being told is the complaints a lot? And then I try to like understand like why they would come up, why they would say that. And then I try to understand like, okay, how can I change that? Give me right an next? example of a complaint that you got in the past. It, it, you know, it's been like, you're not empathetic a lot enough and I've really worked on that. And, or it's like, you're not showing me enough, you know, like you Putting don't. Putting enough effort into the relationship. Exactly. Yeah. Stuff like that. Cause like, you know, co- you know, as comedians, it's hard f- for people to, and I know I talked about this in your last podcast, on our last podcast, but it's like it does become a point where it's not cute dating a comedian anymore. Oh, yeah. Right. In our lives, because like we have opposite, we're sitting here at 1130 p.m. <laughs> doing a podcast. Right. And you asked me an hour ago, right? Yeah. Like, can no, I, 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 I two hours ago? Yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't the middle of a show. It wasn't the middle of a show. But like, <laughs> that's just kind of how it works, right? Yeah, and then I know like, you'll, it, uh, for, yeah. you know, for people that don't understand that life, it's kind of hard to understand. Like, yeah. it's cute at first, but then it's like, now it's affecting me. Right. Right. Well, if, if anyone that dates us and when the date's over, last person I dated, they had a they had a regular job, but like their schedule was so fucked up because I kept we right. this is the hours we keep, right? right. Yeah. Like this is our prime hour. Yeah. And then and so and for you I think it's another level because you in addition to comedy, you like to go out afterwards and drink and enjoy right. yourself. Yeah. And they get sucked into that world. Right. And it's like fun. It's exciting. It is it's fun. Just like, I, and you know, it's not like, like they're, oh, this, they're this person ends up being on SNL or this they have person free will. Does this. Yeah, yeah. yeah they become like really, friends with. It's a cool fucking thing we. It's do. really cool. But it's also it's also toxic. Right. But also like, do but I have know. to do that? So then you meet the right. Then you're like, you kind of realize I don't really have to do well, that. Yeah. In your new relationship, I've noticed that like you're definitely happier. You have better skin, but you're not doing as much comedy either. Okay, that last thing was the hardest thing you've ever said to me. The hardest? The, be- no, the meanest thing. The, the better, yeah, better skin. skin. Did I have bad skin? Back <laughs> just oh. say because we just talked about I know, skin. I know, I know. That's I was playing into that. Oh, okay. But I thought you were saying it's the nicest thing I said to you. I think it was the meanest say. thing. I think it was actually nice. Okay. Play it back. I mean, play it back. Play it back? Can we, <laughs> Producer. Can we go back on that? <laughs> um, but, but you're also doing less comedy, right? Which is fine. No, I'm still doing just, a, I mean. Come on, between us girls, I remember asking you like four times to do shows and you're like, uh, I'm in fucking Miami <laughs> or I'm like, I, you're I, doing fun shit. Okay. So yes, I will say that this, okay. So we'll finish up on the la- the last relationship. It was like, um, I thought this is healthy. Cause I was like, I'm not head over heels in love with this person right away. Right. I love that person. She, they were incredible. You know, were you in and love like, with those people that you've dated in the past. Yeah, I think there's a difference. I dated somebody once, and because I was asked recently if I've ever been in love, I'm like, I don't know if I have. Really? Yeah, I don't know. You would know. That's what you I know hear. that answer. So, you, well, what's stopping you? I guess you? I haven't. I've got all. That's a whole other podcast. I dated. Okay, so, you know, I dated somebody that said I've been in love x amount of times. I've loved this amount of times. And when she said that to me, I was like, "There's a fucking huge difference between those two things." Lo- what was the second thing? Like I've been in love x amount of times, and I've loved 
X amount of times. The like, second number is less than the first? The second number is high. Like, I've loved, like, five people, but I've only been in love twice. Oh, gotcha. Right? It's kind yeah, of what she's saying. Sense, right? The point is she's like, these are different. Those things are different. Okay. And in that relationship, she's like, I'm in love with you, and that means so much more to me than being than just saying that I love you. Right? right. That's the difference. Sure. And I was like, there is a huge difference. I've only said I love you to, like, three people outside my Seriously? family. Seriously? Yeah. Hey, I love you. Well, I mean, outside of, like, friends. Oh, yeah. Love you. And, like, fucking hey, look at the me. Raiders. I love you. I love you, too. I love you, too. That's um, not, I'm not like that. I'm not fucking. Right. Okay, going back to your so, second relationship. But it's like, I, 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 love, I love that person, and they were absolutely incredible, but I just never, like, was fully in love. You were 99% there. It's the worst thing I've ever done to anybody, honestly. Like, I've, I was with that person for three years knowing that I wasn't fully in love with them, and that's so unfair to do that, to take well, that time away from somebody. It's terrible. It's the worst thing I've ever done. Do you think she and looks I've back on that people. time wasted? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> and I killed my parents. Like, and that's the worst you thing. You literally ever. put them both down. Yeah. Um, but you, do you think yeah, I she put down my parents? <laughs> that's what you did. <laughs> you, sh- you think that she looks? Your mom back- passed away. What happened? Like I had to put her down. <laughs> <laughs> I have a joke about that now with my with my dad. But oh, um, Jesus. you uh, you uh, you have a situation where you feel regret. You feel like you wasted your time. But do you honestly think? That in five years, maybe now, because it's still a few years in, but you uh-huh. think in five years she's going to be like, that fucking Jonah wasted three years of my life? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I was, I, I, if she's healthy it, about it, she'll know that yeah. that made her a better person. She knows now not to fall for another comedian. Yeah, and she's sure. like, I think she's dating somebody, and I think she's really happy, and that's good. And that's why, that's why I, that was kind of our argument. I was just like, yeah, better skin? No, it doesn't. Much and, younger. <laughs> probably. Uh, you couldn't tell by his skin. Uh, <laughs> but I was like... But like that was kind of the breakup. That was hard for me to break up with somebody where I'm like, I don't. There is nothing wrong about you. I think you're one of the most incredible people I've ever met. But I'm just not there. It's like a shitty thing to say to somebody, right? Well, I think it's shitty if you kept it going. Exactly, right? So you, it's so a you hard, did the right thing. It's a hard thing to like navigate if you're like a bitch about confrontation, like me. You know, where it's like. But what what were you hoping that she would? Like, I was hoping that I would. You? I, and break up with you? Well, I was hoping that I would get to that level with them. Oh, that you would end up being Yeah, because I thought, I thought, oh, this is slow. And this is what love's supposed to be. It's supposed to be slow. And it's supposed to, like, you learn Did to you, love Were you in love with her, you think? No, I love, I, lo- I love that person. I wasn't in love with her at all, okay. you know? Because there wasn't, there's, and that's that's not a knock on who they are. Because they're, again, they're one of yeah. the greatest people I've ever met and so been around. You don't have to defend the fact that she, she knows she's worthy. She, just yeah. Just because. One guy with decent skin is not in love with her. It's not going to ruin right. her fucking night if she hears this podcast. Yeah, so she's like, you know, I'm going to go with somebody a little worse skin that loves me the way that I need to be loved. Right? <laughs> and that much I younger, to be loved. less yeah. drinking, much funnier. Yeah. Okay, these are compliments and <laughs> insults, and I don't know what to take, and I don't know what to do. Here. Mix them in. Right. It's called the mixed bag. So, so, so when that relationship ended, you know, I was kind of like, did I fuck up, right? Okay. And then now I'm in this relationship, and I know it sounds naive, kind of like my history, but it's like... Oh, I found all of the things I've always wanted and I'm I am also so fucking incredibly in love with this person. I I I thought I knew what love was until now. And I know again, I know that sounds That's a naive. song by Foreigner. Yeah, I wrote that song for Foreigner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It must have been that. <laughs> But it's over now. That's not the right yeah, song. Yeah. That's oh, Roxette. Yeah. But you know, it it is like But do you think that you and I and we'll talk about the current relationship because I do think that you are a happier human being and and from little I see of you these days I assume that's the case. Okay, off mic we had a whole conversation about how you've been out of town. Okay, for but months. I've also we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but 
you went into this relationship how many weeks after the other one was over? It was pretty fucking quick. It, it was, was like, very it, quick. It's probably the quickest. It was very quick, from was, what I recall. Yeah, I, I was think concerned I remember, about it. I was concerned it was too quick, but I've never felt more confident about okay. it. Yeah. So that's where that's where I'm talking about the patterns where a therapist can come right. and be like, okay, well, I know you think that you're you're in love and blah blah blah. This is all great, but these are the things you need to worry about so that years down the line you won't fucking fuck it up right. in case this is the right person. But I, I don't know the answer to that. I'm not yeah. a therapist. I'm just a date coach. To me, it's like the thing. And <laughs> I, I, a date coach. Yeah, at 11:30 at night, uh, <laughs> <laughs> with a glass of whiskey in your hand, you bitch. Nonsense. Uh, <laughs> It's, to me, it's like, and again, I, I understand how naive I might sound with all this. To me, it's like, you know, I, I wasn't trying to get in a relationship. Yeah. I, I didn't. I know you weren't. I don't no, I, I, I really didn't. And then I, I'll, I'll tell you this. Okay. So, uh, girlfriend, I break. <laughs> here's how we break up. Break up on her birthday. Uh, that's Dude, another shitty thing for definitely me. Definitely shitty. Yeah. She, <laughs> um, you know, this is when I was, I think I was really, I think I was pushing things to like have her break up with me. So I didn't feel so bad about it. Right. And that's for a breakup. Again, that's where I was wrong. Right. But, uh, we're drinking and she kind of passes out and then friends come over and then she goes to bed upstairs and then we keep drinking. And then understandably she comes down and she goes, are you going to go better? What? And then I'm like, I literally have a shot in my hand and I'm like, uh, like after this. And then she's like, are you ever going to grow up? Like, are you ever? And then, like, then my friend, one friend goes upstairs, one friend goes downstairs. And then she's like, again, she's in the right. I am in 100% in the wrong in this whole conversation, right? But she's like, are you ever going to grow up? And I know that they're listening, and I'm just being sarcastic. <laughs> and I go, yeah. For the laugh. I, yeah, I'll grow up someday. I'm like 38 here. I'm like, yeah, I'll grow up someday. <laughs> and she goes, when? I go, I don't know. Like, when I'm 42, 43, I haven't decided yet. <laughs> like that. And she's like, fuck you. Like, understandably. Yeah. And then she, like, leaves. But she got a laugh from your friends. That was the whole point. <laughs> and, <laughs> Which is the sad part. Of and this our is life, the sad part. Of our existence. Again, I'm a piece of shit in the story. And then she leaves. She's outside. She's getting an Uber. Uh, my friend Becca walks up and she's like, woo, like that. And yeah. then we start laughing about it. Unknowingly, the windows open. And then I hear the door open. And she's like, I can fucking hear everything you're saying. <laughs> it's like a fucking and it's, movie. And that's the point. problem with comedians where it's like, we're always I, going for the. I, I know. Always going for the laugh. I'm not trying to hurt your feelings. I'm just trying to make this person laugh. 100. percent We do and it all I the know. time. Yeah. It's it, it, especially when it's just sitting there. What we can't help ourselves. Yeah. What are we supposed to do? So I so I go I go on this ski trip right and with my family and they they're huge. Skiers. What's left of your family? <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. The ones I haven't murdered yet. Right. I'm puts, I'm puts scoping a, about who I can sleep. put down. Right. 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 You know, and it's like a long trip, you know, it's like a couple of weeks. And um, I'm like, what's this hinge thing? Because I w- wasn't around when hinge came out. And I go on hinge and then I meet like, you know, I meet these girls on there, you know, talking. And I'm like, oh, OK, it's fun to be. It's fun to feel like you're interested in. Right. And uh, I, I'm in I'm in Denver and I'm with my cousin and he's like, oh, I'm driving everybody's skis back by myself. And I'm like, you know what? I'll go with you as like moral support and uh, you know because i have free i don't i don't need shows or anything and because like i never get booked you know other than my own shows i book myself on <laughs> <laughs> or when people like me call you and you're like oh sorry i'm in yeah. my i'm but in surprisingly Miami. i'm free um and then so then we'll get to that part later yeah <laughs> and then i uh i meet my girlfriend like I, you know like we match on and hinge. then like in chicago 
she's in Chicago. You're in Denver. Still, I'm in Denver. But it, settings are right set to Chicago. And like you know, I forget our first whatever. But like I am texting with this. Like I I I text with her for twelve hours straight. The whole, to the point where my I'm like I'll take over driving. My cousin goes, "This seems more important. You need to do that." Like that's how Intense much girl. I am just in, instantly. But I'm also like, and she knows this. I'm texting with other people. I'm you know like. I'm just like, oh, I'm single. I'm trying to meet everybody I can, right? Mm-hmm. And there's just something about this person that I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck it is, but like, I just want to Especially talk. when you compare it to the other people you oh, were texting people to. Talking to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, this is way more interesting. Yeah. So then we so have helped like, you yes. make the right decision. I haven't been on a first date in forever. So like, I, with these other people, I basically go on five straight days of first dates to get ready to go on a first date with this person. Right. Like, that's my goal. My goal is to get, Compare, like, game ready. You knew what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, to get back in the swing of things. And, like, I had those, all all these other girls were great. I had really on, a, on a scale of one to Jonah drunk, how drunk did you get on those first five dates? They got really drunk because nobody knows how much I can drink. So, <laughs> <laughs> I will say a lot of those girls, a lot of those girls were like, what I don't, they're, like, they're like, I don't ever drunk this much. I never drink this much on a Tuesday. And I'm like, I'm pretty, this is my skill. <laughs> You're like, this is only half of what I'm going to drink tonight. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm sober. And <laughs> you could have scheduled a second date on those nights. So fun. Great first dates. Everyone's great. But the whole time, I'm just like, I can't wait to meet this other person. Right, I can't right. wait to meet this other person. And then, like, this is when we still were in mass. And that person, like, I go on a date with them. I'm excited. You know, again, we're texting. Like, I'm texting her while I'm on these first dates. Like, I'm just, like, solely focused. And then we sit down. She sits down, like mask on her face, takes her mask off, and I'm like, "Okay, this is I'm done. This is it's it." Over. Yeah, it's like that. Uh, it's like uh, Goodwill Hunting. Like I, I had to go see about a girl. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like that sure. shit. And it always was just fucking like, movie references with this guy. I know from like 15 years ago, <laughs> for 20 <laughs> years ago, 25 years ago, I think now. And now you guys are like inseparable. Where is she right now? I mean, she's home. I mean, like that's the not my she place, like her place. And oh, that's what's great. I thought you guys lived together. No. Oh, good. But that's the best thing about her is like, you know, like she's very independent, very like to the point where like, do you know, like, OK, so as comedians, usually our girlfriends, my, in my experience in the past, they always want to come to your shows and be supportive and be amazing. But you're just kind of like, do you have to be at every show? I don't she, have that. What's she, that oh, like? she's so that's your job. That's what you need to do. I don't want to interrupt right. it to the point where I'm like, it'd be nice if you like supported me. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm so not used to that. And then speaking of the shows thing. You ha- you cannot on and here's what I think is great about your relationship and I know when I see that happen with certain people, uh, the drive or the unhealthy drive I should say to having mm-hmm. a show every night is now like reasonable. You're not like oh like you're you're spending time personally growing, going on vacations with your girlfriend mm-hmm. instead of doing a ten minute spot at the world famous Laugh Factory. World famous. World famous. World famous. And in a way, I joke with you, but it's like, that is great. That's great that you have this in your life and you don't care about comedy anymore. <laughs> well, I mean, I never, it was never going to work out for me. We all know that. <laughs> I'm a straight white male. I have it the hardest. You know, like, it's insane. Oh, just got canceled. I'm kidding. Thank you. I'm kidding. No, no. no so I, I will say this, like, she loves to travel and she likes, and I never traveled because I was all comedy. Comedy, comedy, comedy. Yeah, but you can do shows when you're in those towns. Well, if the point. Really the, the, shit. the point is, is that like, especially you, because you can just be like, "I'll do a guest spot." You don't have to pay me, right? <laughs> uh-huh. And I, uh, well, 
I I never I never vacationed, and that was also a problem with yeah. relationships where they're just like, I just want to go on a vacation with you. And then I figured out that like, I did that for a year, and I was really fucking happy. And I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm returning to stand up. Ha- like, I didn't ever like fully walk away, but I'm happier. I'm doing better because I feel more of as a fully formed anymore. person. Was it not running the light as much anymore? I'm not. I'm even. Yeah, I'm tighter. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Okay, which you got a speeding ticket for? Not a speeding <laughs> ticket. You got a parking I ticket, did. which you I never let down. I'll never let it down. So for people that don't know, uh, comedians have a light where they're supposed to get off stage, and Jonah uh, is one of many, including myself, that sometimes runs the light. Uh-huh. Uh, but Jonah, uh, there's some. You know when you go like. Five miles over the speed limit. Uh-huh. Jonah goes like thirty miles That's over. Not tr- okay, I'm gonna murder <laughs> so, you. So, so one time, so the most recent time, I got to tell this story because it was the most I've ever laughed in my life. The most recent, the most long? recent one, yeah. And that was still what? How long ago? It's probably like a month ago. You know what I'm talking like about? Five months. No, we were at fucking Laugh Factory. Let me tell the story, okay. and you'll remember. So we're all upstairs at the world famous Laugh Factory. World famous. And Jonah's up, and uh, the sound guy Chris. Uh, on the podcast uh, who's been on the podcast before Chrissy um, gives you the light and mm-hmm. let's say you're supposed to do 12 minutes and uh, and we were gambling for something that maybe it was the Super Bowl I don't yeah. remember what it was I go we should bet on this right is he gonna is he gonna over the light? and Chris is like I know what he's gonna, he's gonna go two minutes over I'm like no way and then all of a sudden Chris knows me pretty well he knows almost I exactly know. Right. Yeah. and I thought I knew you too because I've yeah. lost bets on your time before and so of uh, time you going over and under and I know I kind of know when you're gonna be so all of a sudden Chris Higgins uh, of voice of reason on the show incredible and three or four other comedians are in the room and then everyone's taking money They're like oh I'll take that bet so the line became, we started to figure out the line is it gonna be <laughs> two and a half over or less and yeah. I'm like Two and a half. And then that's where the line became. Uh-huh. Is he going to go two and a half minutes over? On a 12-minute set, that's like a big deal. Two minutes over is, yeah. is big. It's like a third. Not yeah. <laughs> Math-wise, it's bad. Close, yeah. <laughs> this is so... This is so yeah. yeah, I know what you mean, though. But yeah. like, regulars at the Laugh Factory, Jonah and I have been there for 10 years now. Uh, we have some leeway sometimes. Stop saying that. It's been 10 years. I know. I just saw a fucking picture. I was like, holy shit, this yeah. was 10 years ago. Uh, so they, we we don't get played off or anything crazy like that. And Chris is our friend, the sound guy. So all of a sudden, it becomes like this thing. So everyone's putting money in. They're like, by the okay. way, I'm not aware. To this <laughs> You're not at aware. All. No, this is all you new were, to me. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know what happened. I knew about the bet, but I didn't know it was like this. This is so, amazing to hear. So you're downstairs. We're upstairs, and there's it's not a huge crowd that night. I remember being a weekday, and then like the clock's getting closer to two and a half minutes and you're you're wrapping up but you're putting your like you're putting your mic there and yeah, we're all yeah, like yeah. it was like 230 <laughs> it was like 227 <laughs> then it hits 230 and then all of a sudden i think you heard it from downstairs you heard all of us go oh like yeah. there's like 10 people oh that's so funny <laughs> and then uh in fairness to me I'm a, i do stories and i'll get the light oh and i'm God, like it was so fuck funny. i just started the story you cost a lot of money. I never day. started a joke after the light. I just, <laughs> it's that's the curse of you having. I thought you heard us all scream. I think like, I did hear that because yeah. I, I remember being like, "What is going on?" And I felt, and everyone's like, "What's going on?" So don't tell him. I'm like, "I go, he's my friend. I gotta tell him." Yeah, I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, I'm not sensitive. And I've and I've bet with I've bet at comedians. You should know and about it too. And you and I have ongoing stupid shit that we do to each other. Yeah. So. Yeah, I used to. So um, you used to wrap the cord. Yeah, around the mic that before you brought I me up. Those times, yeah. And yeah, I would host fun. for you. I would. I would wrap the cord like yeah. a million. Is it because like 
for, it's, for, it for takes the, a good minute. For the non-comedians listening, it's like nothing kills you more than like a mic falling out or like fucking with the. Yeah. the it makes you look like unprofessional. Weak, unprofessional. So then they just think, oh, this guy's new at it, even though you've been doing it for so long. Yeah. So like you and I would fuck. Yeah. You, yeah. I think you one time you put the mic down and then you put the stool <laughs> over the mic. Yeah. yeah. I think that was the last one. Like, oh, this is enough. <laughs> this I think is enough. Curtis yeah. and Laffer said, so you guys are idiots. Yeah. Like, yeah okay. Like, you guys stop. funny. Yeah. We do things again, going back to the fact that we'll do anything to make we're hurting the show at the laugh factory yeah. to make each other laugh. Yeah. 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 And it's still funnier that do you remember how those show sets went? I don't remember. No, I just remember I just those remember parts. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and you did it to me recently at uh Comedians You Should Know too. You just started playing music every time I tried to talk at oh, uh Comedians yeah. You Should Know. Yeah, I was like, motherfucker, yeah. you yeah, stepped on my like, first joke. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, but you, we are childish. It's and one of the things we're like, oh, that's pretty funny. And then later on, you're like, eh, I was being kind of a dick back there. <laughs> I mean, you're mad in the moment, but most of us are at the point where we're like, okay, that was fucking funny. Yeah. But unless you bomb, then you blame it on the other person. Yeah. Like today, <laughs> I was in the wings and uh, have you had Adam Burke on the show? Oh, yeah. Okay. Comedian, very funny. So uh, funny. NPR, wait, wait, don't tell one me. Very favorites. funny. Yeah. Oh, he, he has a bit on this show. He's fucking frankly married. Yeah, he's yeah. He did he did like a bit, and then he was going in between two jokes, and then for some reason his like transition. What was show just is like, this you're talking about? This is not I run a bad movie show. It's called. Yeah. It's called. Uh, is where I'm coming from. It's called. Um, what is it called? Um, <laughs> the fuck is it called? It's not my show. I put it's myself on it. Brews and bad movies. And we did Street Fighter Day. Anyway, so he does a bit up front, and then he said something, and then he was transitioning to a new joke, and he goes, uh, he goes, I, I don't know, I guess that's stupid. And the way he said it, I just started laughing, and then everyone was like, where is this laugh coming from? And Adam had to be like, that's how you know a true friend is laughing, is listening, because they're laughing at things they never heard you do before, yeah. and they never laughed at things that are actually funny. Like, right. You know. <laughs> You just hear these little differences, and you're like, "What are you well, doing?" Well, that's what the anytime you do something new or you're you're experimenting with something new, yeah. Everyone all of a sudden, like when you something. bring a guitar on stage, yeah. fucking was brilliant. Someone else just brought a guitar on stage and didn't even do a joke. He just fucking did. Was uh, it you and your dream from a couple me. years ago? I'll tell you off the stage, but he just did a guitar lick at the end of the show. We're like, "Where's the joke?" Yeah, on a show on a sold out show. I was like, "What is this happening?" Yeah, I was like. Can I mention what you did? Yeah, of course. Have you talked about this before? I think we talked about it last time you came on. Oh. Maybe not. Oh, shit. That's, that's been in my brain for five years now. Are you talking about the guitar thing? Yeah. Yeah, you I ruined loved... it for me. I didn't. You ruined it for yourself. <laughs> you I did a about? joke where the punchline, I, I, I did a 10-minute set with a guitar around me. Which you I, never do. No. You never I done. tuned the guitar the whole time. Right. Didn't play it. Like you're and about at to the play end, it. I, I played the, this is how we do it as that punchline yeah. to, to the joke it was. But you clearly are not used to having a guitar around your neck when Never. you're telling these jokes no. so it was Awkward. throwing you off a little bit right not and as you're much not, as you all watching well, and videotaping well, because it. we know you and we know it's throwing you off because we've seen you perform so often that we know when like things aren't oh going God, right in your brain you know i never did it again of course you not. good it. it was terrible no it was funny someone else no, and then you told me watching you, you told me dimitri martin did that bit and then i go i get to go on tour with him and then the first, I'm like, oh, I finally have something I could break the ice with. I'm like, just so you know, we had parallel thinking. I did this joke where I tuned this, the guitar for the whole time. And at the end, I uh, I just kind of like uh, played he goes, no, lick. I and he, goes, he goes, I never did that. That's funny. You should do it. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> and I remember I texted you, John. I'm like, you piece of shit. And you're like, oh, maybe it was someone else. Yeah, and it might have been someone you else. You said it was Nick Thune. I asked Nick. I, I saw him at a show. Is this and, just you name dropping? <laughs> 
all the comedians who play yeah, guitars. Right? <laughs> all the comedians from 20 years ago that played guitars. Yeah, where you're like, listen, I, I worked with Steven. And I'm forgetting his last name now. God damn it. Um, Steven. Uh, Hosteller? No. doesn't matter. <laughs> People are screaming at us right now. Too. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking Not about. Not Steven Wright. Steven. Uh, he's like Spielberg? No, early aughts. He always played guitar. He had a couple songs that are a little problematic now. The fuck was his name? Doesn't matter. Anyways, I don't Steven know. Comedian? Are you sure it's Steven? Mm-hmm. Anywho, go, go ahead. What were you saying? Is this your... your... It was just funny watching. Is You know, like if I went up and I tried to do something new, like like that's outside of my character, like you'd make fun of me for forever for it. Uh, oh, Steven Lynch? Steven Lynch. Yeah. I don't, I don't know who that is. You don't remember Steven Lynch? No. Oh. I once... Before w- my time. When right I now. was new, I was like, it would be funny if I had my friend who had a really good voice... He'll sing my punchlines after I do it. And he came up on stage with me. I did it open mic. And it, it, he just would sing my punchlines after I did them. And like as a kind of like a. Yeah. And I thought that was genius. And I don't think anybody even paid attention. And you're like, I paid this guy money. You know, look, we we fucking do these things and uh, we're so hard on each other. <laughs> but like, who knows? Like, sometimes you need that to like get people in the yeah. right way. But sometimes you got to forget, like, it's not for us. Like, we're not. Like the shows, we've heard all of each other's jokes a thousand times. But right. for a lot of those people, it's their first time seeing it. Yeah, not for you because they've seen you. If they've seen you once, they've seen you do the same. I add a new line t- or word every so often. <laughs> every four months, it's a new word in there. Oh my god! Oh, I can't say this because that didn't happen five years ago. My favorite moment, besides for the thing you told me about your new podcast, which I think is fucking hilarious, uh-huh. you guys should check it out. Um, was we went to an open mic and. Uh, you were gonna, I, you've heard this story, but it's my favorite Jonah story. If you ever die, that's what I'm going to tell at the, at the eulogy. You think you're going to talk at my fucking funeral? I'm going to just ask for five. I'm going to close that. <laughs> I'm going to close that shit out. You're going to run the light on purpose. Run the light. Like Jonah would have liked this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucking. We're going to the open is mic. That my, is that what my? Is that my funeral is going to be called? Run the light. <laughs> run the light. Everybody's going to talk. It's been six days. Yeah. Um. Everyone's going to run the light. You, you go, we're going to open mic. I'm like, I'll go with you. And I was drunk because I was out with you. Yeah. We were at a college bar. Yeah. We were out. Yeah. I was at the Cubs game and then I met you guys out and then everyone yeah. home. You're like, Let's go to open mic. And me being the go getter, always wanting stage time because right. I, because I'm insane about it. Uh-huh. Still am. And, uh, you go, okay, I'm going to do this new thing. He goes, oh, I'm going to work on this. I'm like, why are you doing that? You've done that show for, you've done that joke for like five years. You're like, no, six. <laughs> You're so proud of the fact. I came I up like, with a new ending to it. <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've ever seen you say. Yeah, I, I had this like new five minutes and. Uh, <laughs> you didn't do it. Well, no, I had this like new five minutes and then uh, I was like, I'm excited for this new five minutes and I do it. And then. You uh, didn't do it. Danny Kallis is a comedian. No, it's a different. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah right. Danny Kallis goes, uh. He goes, wait, that's your new five minutes? I saw you do that like eight years ago. I'm like, yeah, that was eight years ago. Like, I, I was <laughs> I like, haven't I haven't done it since then. Yeah. I pulled a Jonah. I, I brought back an old joke from five years ago. Now it's like my new closer for my new special. So there you go. That's, that's the worst. That's good. Yeah. It's newer now because it's it's a different, it's the same concept, different ending, different parts. Or well, just that much better. Like, yeah, I like, you polished. know, I love, because, you know, we've been in it for a while and I like watching. How long have you been doing it? 14? 14 years? I don't want to say because I'll kill myself. <laughs> What if that's how this podcast ends? It's just a gunshot. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I'd I like. I like the idea of somebody, somebody being like, "Well, how do they release it then?" Like, if I could. <laughs> someone came in the room. There was a note on what to do. Like, Please release this. Yeah. Please release. Here's, our my, file. St- here's my Stitcher we password. Both- <laughs> 
<laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. No, so uh, here, uh, uh, here, when the here's when the commercials get in. Like, here's the commercial break. <laughs> yeah, like, give him notes. Yeah. Edit out the part where he said that. <laughs> this is gonna get him canceled. Yeah. <laughs> like, why does he care? He's gonna get canceled. He's already dead. Yeah. So 2007. Ooh. Oh wow. Oh wow. I know. It's like 20 years. No, it's not. What I'm, year do you think this is? I started. I did improv. Why well, did improv like five years? Oh, that doesn't count. I did improv in. I think I started in twenty. I, I think it's like my twelfth year. Okay, of, I s- for the first time I did stand. I'm not like including. Yeah, no, I did. I did stand up. I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I I did. Uh, like there's another Milwaukee. I uh I did stand up there for like a year, <laughs> and then I started traveling down to do Second City because I thought that was at a big impro- thing. Second City, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then when I moved down here, I like got my ass handed to me at an open mic. And I basically stopped doing it for like three years. So I just did improv. And I'm like, improv is so much nicer. <laughs> I did a show in uh, Florida where uh, one of the comedians' credits was he's a Second City grad. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you were in the conservatory? He's like, no, I just graduated from the classes. I'm like, yeah. oh, God. I know. That's, that's a we, credit. That's, that's when we thought credits were important. <laughs> like local credits. Like yeah. People like, no, this was in... in in Florida, you can say that because people think, oh, he's Second City. Yeah. Oh, he just but paid for the class. Nobody knows what Second City is. Yeah. Well, no, they do. It's it's a big thing now. People, if you don't know, yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. Right. Well, whatever. We're out of time. Where can people find you in your new podcast? We're out of time. We're just vamping up, dude. I know, dude. I don't know. I can't We're make this a two-parter. Is it vamping or ramping? Ramping. Vapping. Vamping? Vapping. Let's do two-parter. <laughs> no, I can't do that to the people. I think they're interested because I'm interested. No. We're done. Where can people find no you? Well, this is going to be a funny story, so I'm going to be talking for a little bit. Yeah. But you have a new podcast, which I think is fucking hilarious. If it, have if you, you can, listened to it? No, but what you told me, <laughs> no, what you told me is happening with you and uh, comedian Joe Kilgallen. Who's uh, incredible. He's a very so funny, funny comedian here in Chicago. One of my favorite people in the world, but also like he's like a brother. Angriest person in the world. One of the angriest people I've ever met. Yeah. And I'm so an funny. only child. Kilgallen's I, pub podcast. The Joe Kilgallen podcast now. Yeah. He changed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But um, we have a podcast where we just we talk, to, we talk to other. It's called Let's Get Dumb, and we talk to other uh, you know other guests, and we just kind of we like we embrace how like stupid we all are. For instance, like you know, like we talk about like words you've gotten wrong. For instance, I thought it was, I literally thought it was Valentine's Day yeah. until like three years. I ago. thought it was Paul Paul Bear like Paul like, your name? like pause oh no, pause Paul like Paul Bear. What is it? Paul P A L P A L L Paul Bear. I didn't know that. Oh, that makes and sense. And I thought nip it in the butt was B-U-T-T instead yes, of butt. Bud. Yeah, I thought it was uh, uh, eavesdrop instead of eavesdrop. Like ease. Oh, I'm ease, easily dropping in. on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got so many of those. Yeah, when people are like, yeah, that's wrong. I'm like, is it? Yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> but then you have a game going on in the show, which is causing rifts, which I think is so I made fun. Yeah, there's, a, there's like a six episode arc where by the end I make Joe <laughs> quit. Uh, quit mid podcast. <laughs> quit comedy and kill you. He literally quits thirty yeah. minutes into an hour podcast, and then we, me and the guests, have to carry it through. <laughs> and you can hear him because we do it in my basement. You can Who's hear him the go on that one? Greg Kennedy, oh, very God. funny comedian. So funny. We have a show together, Greg and I. Can I tell you a funny story about Greg? Real sure. Quick? So Greg, one of the psychopaths, one of the biggest psychopaths in Chicago. Sure. Also so funny. funny. I was in San Antonio for the Royal Rumble. And we were leaving, and our flights got delayed. And I met this, this, these two guys that also live in Chicago. And then we just so happened find out that we're friends with Greg together. And he is one of Greg's. This is how how crazy Greg is. He's one of Craig Greg's uh, 
uh, old restaurant managers. And he's like, I love Greg, but we had to fire him. He's just kind of hard to deal with. <laughs> and he goes, this is my favorite story about Greg. He goes, Greg went off on one of the employees once. He was really stressed out. He went off on her. And then we were like, you need to apologize. And he goes to this coworker and he goes, hey, I'm really, really sorry. I shouldn't have yelled at you like that. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm doing 11 shifts in a row and I'm just really exhausted from it. And I took it on you. I'm sorry. And she goes, thank you for apologizing. Don't worry about it. And then she goes, how, how many days are you in your 11 shifts? And he goes, day one. <laughs> 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 it's the first day. <laughs> Greg and I have a show called Stand Up Sit Down, which will we'll get you on, but you've been busy the last few times we've asked you. Um, <laughs> he's so funny on that show. He's, the funny. he's one of the funniest people I've ever met. It was a show life. you and I you and I did this show yeah. called Stand Up Sit Down. Yeah, I was one of the, I was the original producer. <laughs> and then and then you just we just were like that's not gonna work. Yeah. But now we're doing it at the Laugh Factory. Anyway, Let me tell you how funny Greg fucking is is that Greg talks about on this podcast, you should listen to it, it's the one where Joe quits, he goes, <laughs> he's just so funny and how sad he is. He goes, I lost my job um, like right after the pandemic and uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So we're like, well, what would you do? And he goes, well, I decided not to work because I had a, a X amount of money in my bank account. Oh, yeah. And we're like, well, what were we going to do? He goes, I was going to wait till I ran out of money and then I was going to kill myself. <laughs> and then Joe and I just laugh at him. He says, I'm, and we're like, were you really going to kill yourself? He goes, yeah, I was really going to kill myself. Yeah. And the way he says it, so we just laugh at but he's, this he's poor man. Serious. That's how funny he is. Yeah. He's the funniest. He's so funny. He's the funniest person. And it's fun I to work with him, met. too, because we have totally different looks on every views on how we approach he's comedy. He's such a sweet, sweet yeah. boy. So he's funny. Amazing. He did the podcast. You guys go listen to the podcast. He did. Him and Chris uh, Higgins were on the episode. It's one of my favorite episodes. Really? Oh, oh yeah. those two together. They're hilarious. They have a great, they have a great podcast. podcast too. Yeah. What's and so check out your podcast. Let's get done. Check out Greg Kennedy's uh, uh, right Blackout Diaries. Blackout Black Diaries. Podcast, yeah. And to you should know, great show. Should know every Wednesday here in Chicago. We also have shows in New York. All right, every we've, Wednesday. we've 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 pushed enough things. Listen, the first the first <laughs> Thursday every month, bruising bad movies. I remembered it. Yes. Next uh, July fourth. It's about movies. Yeah, we're doing Bloodsport. <laughs> Okay. What I don't know. I don't know. You heard it here voice. first. We don't, we normally reveal this on Mondays. I'm revealing it now. All right. Where can people find you on social media too? Jonah Jerkins. I have eight pictures up. <laughs> all right, Jonah. Thanks for doing the podcast. Thank you all for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. But I'm still